0: is the host of the Rebrand podcast, the CEO of the Harkey Group, Scott Harkey.
1: Welcome to the Rebrand Podcast, where as you know, we tell untold stories of world-changing brand campaigns as told by the marketers <laughs> who've built them. I'm your host and founder of the Harkey Group, Scott Harky. And today we're going to hear about why brand narrative is necessary to be part of the brand strategy. Join us is Ryan Kutcher, who is the CEO at Circus Maximus, which I mean, as he told me, he's like we had a whole thing here. He's like, no, no, we we just help brands get the story straight and we get it out there. I mean, they I saw they were, I think, an ad-age, small agency year winner. So I'm super excited to have Ryan on. He's from Austin, Texas, he's got his cowboy hat. And he and I were talking a little bit before the show. So let's talk about the brand narrative process. All right, here's my conversation with Ryan Kutcher, the CEO at Circus Maximus. So Ryan just had a brand new baby. So he's like, I got baby brain going on. He's got a baby in diapers and I'm just foggy or something. We're gonna have fun. We're gonna talk about this brand narrative stuff. But I'd love to hear about your agency and your background. Like kick us off with kind of who you are, where you come from. Obviously you've had success in the agency business coming out of Austin. So love to hear just a little background on you and the agency. Sure. Yeah. I started the
2: agency 10 years ago. This is actually our 10th year. So prior to that, I was a chief creative officer at JWT in New York. Prior to that, I freelanced about everywhere you can. Prior to that, I worked at an agency called Crispin Porter and Bogusky.
1: Oh, yeah. Crispin Porter alum. I love it.
2: Yeah, man. So I worked there from 2004 to 2010, right during that like heyday. Oh yeah. And prior to that, I was in college. So I didn't know my ass from my elbow. So I studied economics in school. And what I liked about economics ended up translating well into advertising, which was kind of the human behavior. How do you motivate people? What levers can you pull to get people to act or behave a certain way or what levers are in play, I suppose. In advertising, we try to pull them. So I always enjoyed that element of marketing and advertising. And kind of around 2012, when I started Circus Maximus, was the beginning of the social era. I guess now we're in the AI era, but that was the beginning of the social era. And it just seemed to me that there was an opportunity to help a new generation of brands that were kind of going to market, putting their story to market in a new format, but still kind of needed that help of like, how do we tell compelling stories in a social context. And that's kind of what shaped the Circus Maximus process to help us get to a brand narrative. It really combines a lot of the fundamentals of branding. But like I say at Circus Maximus, our POV in the world is we help brands get their story straight and tell them interestingly. So we help them with that brand narrative process. And then we also help them create the content that may live in social media or email marketing or television or online video, connected video, whatever it is. And
1: and I saw in 2021, you were a a small agency or gold. Winner. How did that happen? I mean, that's a pretty big time.
2: Well, thank you. Look, the goal of the agency was to be one of the best agencies in the world maybe not the biggest agency, but really, really good at what we do. And I think it's an honor to have been at the small agency awards. And there's a lot of really fantastic agencies there by virtue of just kind of applying what we think we're good at and what we're the way that we're able to help brands. We were able to execute a bunch of stuff f- for our brand partners that got recognized. And we try to just continue to do that year in and year out. So we hope to be back at the small
1: agency awards. But And can I ask some of the brands you guys work with that you can talk about or that's public?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So we work a lot with Procter & Gamble now. Brands all across their portfolio. King C. Gillette, always some of their startup brands called Proof and Planet Kind. We work with a lot of B2B brands. I think B2B is a category that we actually really love. I think for whatever reason, B2B brands seem to need what we do the most. I think B2B advertising is a category that is sometimes the redheaded stepchild in the industry. And so uh, we tend to work really well with B2B. We've worked with Trip Actions and we've worked with Just Work with Optimizely, and we've worked first up, and we've worked with VTS. Those are all different kinds of B two B brands. We've worked with Amazon. We've worked with Coca Cola, Smart Water, Vitamin Water. We've worked with a brand called Roman that you may know. It's a unicorn startup in the diagnostic health space. We've worked that's awesome.
1: with. No, that's cool. just trying to give a flavor of our audience, and I know our topic was kind of this brand narrative it makes sense, and you know why you can be successful in B and B two C as someone really understands the brand narrative. What's your view on that, and what's your thoughts around that? I know that was kind of Kind of our topic for the show. So maybe we'll kind of dive into kind of your your process of this kind of brand narrative. Yeah, I mean, like RP is really that it all comes down to what that story is that the brand is trying to tell, right? So
2: you have to have, like when you're kind of, you're stumbling across what is Circus Maximus and you're reading off this kind of long-winded description of our brand <laughs> as an example of like, well, that's a failure. You know, if you can't really say it simply, say it clearly and have it be really compelling. You haven't done it yet. And that's what we help brands do. So we really try to help them get to the core of what it is that they're in the world to do. It's a Combination of what is the brand purpose? What is the brand positioning? What is the persona? What's our tone of voice? What are the things that we credibly speak about, those topics of authority, and what are our truths or our values? Those three or maybe five things that we absolutely will not negotiate on. And we really kind of try to help give that, like it's the soul of the brand and it's where the story starts. Obviously these days, because brand communications are a dialogue, you have to incorporate the consumer and you have to kind of have, the consumer almost kind of co-creates that narrative with you, but you have to have that brand narrative as a starting point so that all of the people that work for the brand uh, understand exactly why they're going to work every day, what they're doing, what their mission is and how they're supposed to accomplish it. So it's fundamentally important we think.
1: I'm going to kind of go off a tangent here, but I, I feel like as more and more brands have certainly been in housing the last decade, the one area that it seems like, again, for me too, is an independent agency where brands really look for leadership. To agencies and a lot of independent agencies like yourself as well is this brand story brand positioning this high level work that really needs to be done by strategic professionals and a lot of times I think out of house to give a different point of view as well is there a process that you have is it like a workshop do you agree that this is an area that brands really should be looking to agencies I don't know it just seems like as I've got to know a lot of independent agencies I've seen the work that we've done I really feel like good agencies can do this work really well for brands and they continue to lean on this. And this is one area that I see them definitely don't try to go in-house on. Maybe just other point of view that you've seen from brands or even maybe more information or details on the process that you cherish. Because it seems like we all kind of have these recipes for brand creation, brand storytelling, brand positioning, but obviously you have a unique background too of being at huge agencies. Crispin Porter at its heyday was the agency of JWT, holy shit. So I guess I'd be curious maybe your thoughts on that, You know, where brands and marketers should lean on agencies and how to work with agencies in this process and what they should be thinking about. We have a lot of brand markers that listen to this show. So I'd love your POV just on the whole big, huge topic that I've asked a million questions about and just going to let you rip.
2: Yeah, we have a process and I think it's been informed by some of the places that I've worked in the past. It's also been informed by, if you've heard me on other podcasts or read any of my blogs, you might've heard about the Ikigai method. There's a book called Ikigai. It's really a Japanese principle about purpose finding. And it asks the mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah questions about, what am I passionate about? What am I good at? What does the world need and why should they pay for it? And we kind of lump through that series of question asking. You kind of circle the purpose of your life if you're an individual or your purpose if you're a brand. And so that's informed kind of how we orient our process as well. We'll do things like, the step one is really stakeholder interviews. You'd be surprised how many brands have management teams that have very different understandings of what that brand is all about. I think that's the benefit of having an outside perspective from an agency. It's very to look at yourself objectively and even to get honest answers from your close team members been mm-hmm. r- remarkable so we'll do this thing where we ask five to kind of cover them a, a little bit there
1: what are those five questions you got and this is in the stakeholder interviews yeah
2: so it'd be like what is the brand purpose what is the persona of the brand what is our tone of voice What are our values? It's those really things that I kind of referenced maybe a minute ago. And if your internal team aren't all saying the same thing pretty much verbatim, you don't have a very clearly defined brand narrative. And that's a problem because you're... Chief technology officer, your chief product officer, your chief marketing officer, your whomever are all kind of operating under a slightly different or maybe a majorly different understanding of what this brand is all about. That means that your isn't working very efficiently. And it probably means that the stories that you're telling your com- consumers are either confusing or disconnected. And suddenly, like this thing that should be very clear concise compelling universally understood it is fractured confusing you find yourself chasing after tactics of every channel that you're in hoping to optimize yourself to some sort of shared understanding and it can get really it can make advertising and marketing really complex if you don't a line on that thing and it's kind of like you ever see a makeover show on tv people don't give themselves a makeover they have to go to someone else and say <laughs> look you've got a really big forehead you should have bangs or something <laughs> like whatever that diagnosis is really it, it, it's a lot easier when it comes from a, and as an agency right like we do the day in and day out for our client partners when we've had to do this for ourselves it's equally hard yeah so it's you know what I mean it's not like oh we've got it all figured out and we actually need other people to help us do it with ourselves even though we do it every day it's kind of go to a personal trainer you know like best personal trainers in the world go to other personal trainers yeah that's
1: such a good point Oh my. Yeah, I love what I'm hearing. And yeah, I do think even as we think of our own agency brand of how to communicate what we do is so hard. We're like in the weeds and having that third party come in, whether you're an agency or a brand, makes a ton of sense. And I've noticed over the last 10 years, we're getting way more brand work as well. So it's really cool to hear other independents do really well with that. And it, I really love your five questions. I think those are brilliant. I've seen other people overcomplicate the process too. It's like we need a four day workshop. And it's these quote unquote like branding specialist agencies a lot of times, which some are really good, but I think others put together a beautiful book and then it doesn't get executed in campaigns. So having an agency that can do it and then execute it that's small and nimble, that, that knows what they're doing, I think I can see why you're having success. I think it's the right move.
2: I think that's also the benefit of going back to the like circus proposition of help brands get their story straight and tell them interestingly is the two parts because at various agencies, and maybe you've been at these kinds of agencies too, you sit in the four and a half hour strategy meeting and on page 137 of the deck, they're walking you through the Pythagorean theorem. Yeah. Are we talking about Lemon flavored soda or what are we talking about? Because yeah. it can get so esoteric. And I think that we like to make ourselves seem so smart. And I was talking to a friend of mine who runs a big agency in New York. And I think over the past handful of years, as more data and more analytics and all these tools have come into the world of advertising, we've sort of psyched ourselves out a little bit or maybe made ourselves, we're, we're working too hard. To make ourselves seem smart when ultimately we're trying to simplify. S- simplification is when it's really successful. And that's why five questions is better than 350. I love
1: it. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to end right there. We're going to have you back. I know we have other topics. I think we're going to talk next about content that gets to the heart of things. So I think you've kind of teased that a little bit. So we're going to wrap up this episode of the Rebrand Podcast. Big thanks to Ryan Kucher, CEO of Circus Maximus, for joining us. In part two of this interview, Ryan and I are going to discuss content that gets... To the heart of things. If you can't wait till the next episode you want to learn more about Ryan, you'll find a LinkedIn profile in our show notes, like always. He's on Twitter, Ryan Kuchner, and that's K-U-T-S-C-H-E-R. Or the company website is circusmaximus.com. If you, didn't have chance, if you didn't have a chance to take notes, just go to Rebrand Pod. We'll have all the notes. If you want to learn more about me or find the content I put out, just find me at Scott Harkey on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, whatever else. We have Rebrand Pod as well. So you can follow that. We're not putting as much content there yet, but we will once we build up that channel. But me personally is probably best to find. And again, the biggest thing is if you're a marketer and you like what you're hearing, you want to subscribe, just click that subscribe button. We'd love to have you. We've got a great group. Of marketers, five thousand plus subscribed marketers every day, and we're just trying to give you the real root of how to get better. All right, remember, it's never too late to rebuild, reboot, or rebrand.